Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Psychope Self-Help Podcast, a space for women where psychology illuminates paths to healing hope and personal growth. I'm Dr. Jennifer McManus, a clinical psychologist, and I'll be your host. Each episode, we'll explore a different way to use psychology to enhance emotional wellness. Hope you enjoy the show. And we're back with episode 29. If you've been listening to the Psychope Self-Help Podcast from the start, then you know it's been quite a while since the last episode. So I'd like to extend my thanks to you for your patience. On one of the last episodes before the unexpected hiatus for what ended up being the entire summer, I mentioned I was working on some new self-help resources. And I do have some updates on those resources that I'll share during this episode, but the main reason for the extended gap was actually for a different matter. So a little self-disclosure here on that unplanned break. Unfortunately, I experienced a significant loss in my life, and while my private practice stayed operational, I did have to put the podcast on hold for a bit. But now that we're back, I can share with you that I was basically living one of life's most stressful events from that Holmes Ray stress inventory that we explored together back on episode 26. On that episode, I discussed the established scientific finding that heightened stress levels are associated with an increased likeliness of developing health problems. Now, I've always had deep empathy for anyone experiencing a level of stress that could impact their health. But my goodness, there's nothing like living through it to remind you just how hard it truly is. I'm not going to go into too much detail about it, but I will say I had a physical health problem that hadn't been an issue for me for quite a while flare up during that time. So yeah, all that information I've been providing here on the podcast about the link between stress and our health, I was experiencing it personally. Honestly, I hadn't felt the negative impact of stress at that level since I was working at a hospital during the peak of the pandemic. I'm sharing this with you not only to provide some explanation for the unexpected gap with the podcast over the summer, but because there's an interesting connection here with the new resource I've been working on for all of you. I'm going to provide more details on this resource towards the end of today's episode, but just to give you a little context here, this new resource is all about helping women navigate the negative impact of work stress. And the connection here is my recent stressful life event threw my body back to what I was experiencing during that time when I was so stressed out from work. And so I had one of those silver lining moments where I was able to make meaning out of an incredibly challenging situation. My experience with stress over the summer solidified my passion for helping women reduce the negative impact of work stress. And it reminded me just how important that aspiration is. I do want to comment here on the idea of a silver lining moment with a friendly reminder that there's nothing that says we have to find meaning in difficult experiences. It just so happens that when we do, it can be helpful. So again, thank you for your patience with that unexpected summer hiatus for the podcast. In addition to that difficult, stressful event, 
in my personal life, I also had a positive event in my professional life. Earlier this summer, Florida, where I'm licensed as a psychologist, joined the SciPact Commission, which allows for the practice of psychology across state lines in participating states. I jumped on the opportunity to get this authorization, and I am so happy I did, because now I can practice telepsychology, and that includes psychotherapy, in 38 new states in addition to Florida. This is a really big deal because it's a solution to a particular problem I've been experiencing ever since opening my online psychotherapy practice. Whenever people located outside the state of Florida with an interest in doing online therapy with me, either for themselves or a friend or a family member, sometimes even listeners of the podcast, I was not able to explore working with them because they were not located in the state where I was licensed to provide psychotherapy. Well, with these recent advances in the field of psychology and my authorization already in hand, I now can welcome people from a whole lot more states into my practice. But the most important update for our purposes is the podcast is back. So the core topic for today's episode is work stress and the negative impact it can have on our health, whether that's our mental health or our physical health. Just interrupting here to tell you about a new resource I created for you. If you're experiencing high levels of work stress, this resource is for you. Please know you're not alone. So many women are tired of work stress seeping into every area of their lives. Perhaps you can relate and want to do something about the negative impact work stress is having on you, but aren't sure how to get started. If this resonates with you, then I'd like to invite you to take a brief moment for yourself and try the Your Path Through Work Stress quiz. In 10 introspective questions, you'll learn more about your unique experience of work stress and which science-backed stress relief tools are most likely to help you reclaim your peace. Just head on over to psychopecom slash your path so you can take the first step down your best path through work stress. The quiz will also be linked in the show notes. So let's go back to that stress scale, the Holmes Ray stress inventory, because stressful life events related to work show up on that scale quite a few times. As I mentioned earlier, this scale was also covered on episode 26. So if you're interested in learning more about that scale and hearing the top 10 stressful life events, you can go back and give that episode a listen. Just a quick summary for today's episode, though. Dr. Holmes and Ray, both psychiatrists, developed this scale back in 1967. The creation of this scale was based on repeated observations that stressful life events were associated with the development of physical health conditions like heart disease and hypertension. Especially relevant to work stress, there was a study conducted by cardiologist Dr. Meyer Friedman and his team. They found that individuals with high levels of job-related stress had a higher risk of developing heart disease. Obviously, this significant finding is really serious. So just how often does work-related stress show up on the scale of the 43 most stressful life events? Seven times, to be exact. That means just over 16% of the stressful life events on this scale have a connection to work. And stressful life events related to work appeared twice in the top 10. 
Let's review these work-related stressful events one by one. Work stress makes its first appearance at rank 31 with the stressful life event of major changes in working hours or conditions. This might be a shift change or being moved to a new site or location. This stressful life event is immediately followed by troubles with the boss, which is ranked 30. What do you think of that one? Does that resonate with you? I'm going to take an educated guess here that unless you are one incredibly fortunate person, that at some point in your work life experiences, you've encountered a boss with problematic behavior. The stress associated with problems with one boss can be exceptionally hard to manage because of the power differential bosses have over us. At rank 26, we have one spouse beginning or ceasing work outside the home. This stressful life event can involve helpful or detrimental ripple effects. For example, beginning work outside the home might mean more income for the family, but this type of change impacts the existing routine and requires a significant amount of adjustment. Ceasing work outside the home may involve a loss of income, which could mean serious changes to a married couple's preferred lifestyle. At rank 22, we have a major change in responsibilities at work, like a promotion or demotion. While it's pretty straightforward why a demotion would be stressful, here we have what is usually considered a positive work experience, a promotion, showing up on the stress scale. This is a perfect example of how even positive events can be stressful. Next, we have changing to a different line of work at rank 18, which often entails a considerable amount of adjustment. Now to the two work-related stressful life events that appeared in the top 10 of this stress inventory. Right at the 10th most stressful life event is retirement from work, another seemingly positive life event that is quite stressful. Those who have recently retired may struggle with adjusting to approximately 40 hours per week that used to be filled with work responsibilities and structure. Retirement can also involve feeling like you've lost a sense of purpose. And last, the most stressful life event related to work ranked in eighth place is being fired from work. We can easily see how losing one's job could wreak havoc in many different areas of one's life. Now that we've reviewed the seven stressful life events related to work on this stress scale, I want to remind you why the Holmes Ray stress inventory was developed in the first place. Doctors were noticing an increase in health problems after their patients went through certain life events. So not only is it miserable trudging through work stress every day, but it can also take a serious toll on our health, both our physical health and our mental health. If you've been experiencing high levels of work stress, please know you're not alone. So many women are tired of work stress seeping into every area of their lives. Here on the Psychope Self-Help Podcast, we're not just about pointing out problems in the world, though. We're also about offering solutions. Just as scientific research has investigated stressful life events, a great deal of research has also been devoted to what helps us cope with stress as well. You can even go back to earlier episodes 
right here on this podcast to learn about psychological research on different types of stress management techniques. For example, on episode 19, we took a deep dive into the psychological benefits of physical exercise, one of which is stress management. On episode 20, we explored the psychological benefits of mindfulness for stress as well as anxiety. You could also check out the episode on self-compassion, that was episode 22, because psychological research has found that those who show themselves more compassion tend to report lower levels of stress. In addition to going back to some earlier episodes on this podcast about scientifically supported techniques that can help you with managing work stress, I want to share some new ideas with you too. As I've been mentioning, first back in May, and now on today's episode, I've been working on some resources to help women find relief from work stress. Perhaps you can relate and want to do something about the negative impact work stress is having on you, but aren't sure how to get started. If this resonates with you, I'd like to invite you to take a brief moment for yourself and try a hopefully helpful quiz I created. The quiz is called Your Path Through Work Stress. You'll answer 10 introspective questions, which will help you learn more about your unique experience of work stress and which science-backed stress relief tools are most likely to help you reclaim your peace from work stress. If this sounds good to you, then head on over to psychhope.com slash your path to take the quiz. And as I always do, anytime I have a hopefully helpful resource for you, there will be a link in the show notes to make accessing it as easy as possible. On the next few episodes, I'm going to discuss more about the design of the quiz and the four different results you can get. For today's episode, though, I do want to give you a disclaimer that this quiz is not at the level of a psychological measure with established psychometric properties that you've heard me describe on earlier episodes. It is, however, informed by my years of clinical experience as a psychologist, and it certainly has a higher level of sophistication for an online quiz than a quiz like, uh, what kind of breadstick are you? I'm cheesy garlic, by the way. Anyways, Thank you so much for giving today's episode a listen. It's really great to be back. Be sure to check out the next episode, which will be out next week, when we'll explore the quiz in more depth and how it can help you find relief from work stress. Much peace till next time. The information shared on the Psych Hope Self-Help Podcast is done so with the understanding that it does not constitute professional help, nor is it a substitute for professional help. If you think you might benefit from more than self-help, there are resources listed in the show notes.